Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Don't forget to sign up for Facebook.com slash Pat Unleashed. Uh, Twitter.com slash Pat Unleashed and Instagram.com slash Pat Unleashed. I'm sensing a, a theme. It's like a pattern. Sort of, yeah, right. With every different platform, then you just... So you do their address and then slash Pat Unleashed. Okay. Which would get you to... Uh, I mean, are you doing anything on these? Every uh, day. What? Every day. Well, that's new. Something new and <laughs> fabulous to check out. So awesome. do that this morning, if you would, in the morning time. Good morning, everybody. Beautiful, beautiful morning this morning. <laughs> when do we get traffic and weather? Traffic and weather together coming up every nine minutes on the force. All morning long. We'll get you there on time at Inwood. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you miss those days? <laughs> I do, yeah. I uh, miss those you? days. Okay, yeah, good. a little bit. A little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Got a tweet from <laughs> Texas Bizzle. Uh, apparently, our beloved Texas grocery store has fully accepted Jeffy JFR as a uh, <laughs> Texas resident. Uh, okay. Oh. Okay, so there's do, a tweet. There's the tweet. Uh, and, and there's the there. it's a- Texas size spoons. <laughs> 18 of them. And 18 count of spoons. <laughs> and 18. Wow. That that's that's amazing. That's so fun. That is nice catch, yeah. Texas Bizzle. Really cool. <laughs> uh all right, let me take 60 seconds and tell you about home title lock because many of us have a lot of equity in our homes. You know, you've been paying for years. Hopefully some of that has gone to the pay down the principal, huh? Mm, hopefully Maybe. (laughs) Hopefully it's not all going to interest. Mm. Uh, Well, there's a thing going around now uh, that you're not going to like because uh, online online thieves steal people's homes from them. They just forge some documents. They uh, they forge your signature on that document. And then it looks like you sold them your house. And then they take out a loan. Uh, against all your equity until it's all used up, and then you get stuck with the payments. Don't let this happen to you. You might think, well, my bank won't let that happen to me. No, they they don't stop this. Well, yeah, but I got LifeLock. And LifeLock is great for other forms of ID, but they don't cover mortgage theft. Home Title Lock does. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock will put a firewall around your home's online title and mortgage. Protect your most valuable asset from equity thieves. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Enter your address. See if you're already compromised. Register now for 60 risk-free days of protection at HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray. Uh, this is a kind of a fun, fun little climate change story that we get about. Well, every year around this time, <laughs> as a matter of fact, because climate change warriors decide, you know what we're going to do? Because nobody, there's just too many people that don't believe. There's just too many of these climate deniers, too many of them. Uh-huh. So we're going to take a ship. We're going to go up there and we're going to we're going to record. Take a ship? Yeah, take a ship. Okay. And record all of the ice that's melted. Oh, that's a good idea. The, the ice is completely melted. It's yeah. gone. And they won't believe us until we show them. So let's go up there and show them. So that's exactly what Arctic tour ship MS Malmo with 16 passengers did. And uh, they, uh, along the way, got stuck. Oh, no. Really? In the mud? In the ice. In the ice? <laughs> that Wait, wasn't the there. The ice that is no melted? freaking ice that wasn't there. <laughs> ah, dang, I hate when that happens. 
Yeah, invisible ice. I think they call it black ice, right? Because you're driving along and <laughs> yes. you can't see it. Yes. This, this must be blue ice. Blue ice. To, to blend in with the water. <laughs> Halfway between Norway and the North Pole, ship uh, just gets stuck in the ice. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> wow. I love it. So they're on this climate change documentary film team tour with the film team and some tourists. And they're all excited about climate change and melting Arctic ice. All 16 climate change warriors were evacuated <laughs> by helicopter. That's the name of their group. Yeah. <laughs> climate change warriors. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're all safe, fortunately. That's good. Seven, seven crew remain on board waiting for Coast Guard uh, assistance. Uh, I mean, that's amazing. This has happened before, by the way. We've had this story, I don't know, two or three other times mm-hmm. where... Teams of climate change doofuses <laughs> go up there and get jam-packed, stuck in the ice that they're worried about it not being there. Does that have any effect on them? Do they think, whoa, wait, wait, hmm. it's summer. That's ironic. It's summer where all the ice is supposed to be melted up here, and uh, we're stuck in ice in the summertime. I love it. <laughs> You think of that. We don't have the autumn solstice until, is it the 20th? Yeah, it's yeah, later 20th, this month. 21st. Yeah. I don't know. I always get confused as whether it's the 20th or the 21st and mm-hmm. when that happens. But Dylan says it's the 21st. Thank you, Dylan. Dylan, you're awesome. Dylan knows everything. So we're going to believe Dylan. That's accurate. It is. He accurate. does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to believe him. Uh, oh, the uh, big debate is tonight. <clears throat> I guess we watch it so you don't have to. Really? Who's going to watch it so I don't have to? Keith. Keith will. Keith will watch it so I don't have to. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, Keith. That's exactly... Man, you're doing your job, and you're doing it well. That's great. Good for you. Hmm. All I can think about right now are the Panthers and Buccaneers will be playing. Hmm. Uh, Panthers and Buccaneers. That's not a good game anyway. You're, you can miss that. Yeah, they're both in the Falcons division. That's true. So, uh, But no, I'll watch it. I'll yeah. watch your silly debate, yeah, and I'll, I'll take probably, notes. and probably have to do that as well. It's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah. It, it's it's going to be absolutely agonizing, and everybody knows it. <sighs> um, Elizabeth Warren just had a really good poll uh, in the Economist YouGov poll that was published yesterday. She tied Vice President Joe Biden um, in a national poll at 26% support. So... Biden's got 26, so does Elizabeth Warren right mm. now. Uh, that's among registered voters. So that might be the problem here. Maybe that's how they're getting around all of these polls. Supposedly there's a poll that shows six Democrats are beating Trump in Texas. Shut up. That, that is not happening. Uh, you, know where, um, you know where Beto's feeling really good is in Texas because um, it's the only place that he is mm. tied with the uh, leader, Joe Biden. Um, oh, that's right. Only among Hispanics oh. uh, in his home state is he tied with a Northeastern liberal, Joe Biden. And boy, they're bragging about that and emails they send out to the press. Are they really? Oh, gosh. <laughs> they're bragging so about the sad. fact that he's tied with Biden in Hispanics? In his home in state. In his home state. <laughs> wow, he doesn't have much to brag about, though, so let him have it. Yeah, we'll let, let him okay, have this. Yeah. We'll let him have that one little thing. <laughs> That'll it. be cute for him. <laughs> Uh, Biden has had uh, just a few close calls in any other polls, but Warren's 2020 rise has seemingly been eating away at his support at his as well as Sanders, um, which is great. I love to see Bernie Sanders fade into the distance here, but Elizabeth Warren is just as bad as Sanders is. Scary, man. 
really frightening. Sanders and uh, Warren, in a late August poll from Monmouth, were at uh, 20%, and Biden was just behind at 19 So this kind of steals some thunder from Sanders, for sure. Meanwhile, Senator Kamala Harris, uh, I mean, anything, any momentum that she had after that one debate where everybody thinks she did so well, that's completely gone. Yeah. She is tied with Mayor uh, Pete Mayor Pete and Kamala Harris at 6%. Hmm. Six. In this poll, so this isn't the Texas poll that we were just mentioning. Beto finds himself uh, tied in a crowded field at uh, 1%. Oh, wow. One. Like the full one? Yeah, it's a full 1%. It's a full 1%. Ooh. So you got Warren and Biden at 26. Sanders at 16. Buttigieg and Harris at 6. Cory Booker's on fire right now. He's up to two. Shot all the way up to two. Wow. And, and got himself, uh, found himself tied with Andrew Yang. <laughs> it's not even, nobody even knows who that guy is. Uh, Bullock. Bullock is at 1%. When did Sandra Bullock get into the race? I didn't, I didn't realize she got into this. Thing. Yeah. Um, she just did it on a dare. Oh, wow. Yeah. That should be interesting. And how much percent does Sandra Bullock have? Uh, 1%. 1%. Sanders at 1% already. Yeah. You'd expect more. A lot of pe- lot of, yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people don't even know she's in the race. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Oh, I'm being told in my headphones. That's not Sandra Bullock. It's Steve Bullock, the governor of Montana. Okay. Not a, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, Are I you don't. making this up now? Castro's at 1% tied with Bullock. When did Fidel Castro get into the race? <laughs> <When did they? laughs> um, that would have been uh, long about 2008, I believe. And actually, he was president for two terms here. <laughs> So you got Michael Bennett, Steve Bullock, Julian Castro, Tulsi Gabbard, Amy Klobuchar, Beto O'Rourke, and uh, and Williamson. What's her first? Marianne Williamson. Mm-hmm. All tied at one percent. One percent for all of them. And then you got some at zero. Uh, they must be very proud. Wayne Messam. People are like, who? Mm. What? Is he the designated? Plumber for the candidates, or Wait, no? Think, he's actually running. Is he up to four? He's up to zero. No, 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 no. The four people four. total voting oh. for Wayne Messam now. It doesn't say, but okay. I think that's a little ridiculous. I mean, let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, two. Also, also tied for zero with uh, with Messam are Joe Sestak and Tom Steyer, the billionaire communist that we all love. Uh, he's fabulous. Well, he was just making noise that he's he's almost qualified for the next. Or was he qualified, did he say? I think he did qualify. He's at 0% in this poll. How is he qualifying not, for not, any debate? Not, not for this one, for the October. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. But it's still hard to believe. Where are the polls showing him at 2%? Yeah, here we he's go. he's got zero here. Yeah, he's qualified. He's definitely qualified for, for October, October. According wow. to a Salon.com article two days ago. Oh, okay. I mean, whatever. They're going to have to use two nights, and I think that's why they've already set up, what, the 6th and 7th or 8th and 9th? Fifth and sixth? I don't know. I think it's late October. Oh, is it? Uh, you know, I think, if I remember correctly, they put it right in the middle of the World Series, which is always genius. Uh, Dumb. Well, Dumb. Well, they, they think they're so fabulous, you know, that people care so much about every word that comes out of their fat faces that people will turn off the World Series and go watch them. Because <laughs> what could be better than watching a Democrat debate with a bunch of socialists? Mm, nothing. Uh, let's see. Oh, 15th and 16th. Oh, I don't know what I was thinking. All right. All well, right. still. It's still right between the two of us then. Yeah.
It's not early. It's not late. It's right in the middle. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the upcoming election, which isn't actually upcoming for, what, a year and three months. Um, but I love this. There's a news story, an opinion piece from Vox. <laughs> and <laughs> you just, I mean, it's because it's not enough to lower the voting age. <laughs> Andrew Yang wants to, he's pushing really hard for the voting age to be lowered to 16. According to this, that doesn't go far enough. Okay. All right. In just over a year, Americans will have a chance to cast their ballot for the next president. Except for the 75 million Americans barred by state and local laws from registering to vote, that is. Oh, that does not sound yeah. good at all. I don't like that. That uh, what is disenfranchisement. That? Is that, that's that whole, you know, bring your ID to the polling booth. That's what it is. It no, that's bad. not what it is. No, it's not what it is? Are there... They ask their own question here. Are there really that many American citizens legally barred from voting? The answer is yes. Oh, no. Our kids. <laughs> this is a serious... I, I thought when it was being... Every once in a while we get... Uh, well, every day um, these stories are presented. And uh, and I bring my stories to the table. They bring... Uh, Producer Keith brings his. Hmm. And he presented this to me this morning, and I said, well, is that one of those, like, Babylon B sort of satire <laughs> stories? No, it's yeah. an actual opinion piece from Vox. Yeah, this and this came from Dylan, who knows everything. Jeez. And uh, he verified that... Good uh, find on this, this, Dylan. Yeah, that this is not satire. <laughs> Around the world, almost every country bars people under 18 from voting. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! For shame! The reasons vary. They won't be informed enough. They don't pay taxes yet. They can't serve in the military yet. They tend to they tend too liberal. They tend too rebellious. But the rule persists even in the face of a generation of passionate, smart, and informed teenage activists. And even as it becomes obvious that our current political system is failing our children. <laughs> okay. This generation is not informed. <laughs> They're propagandized. Yeah. They're brainwashed, but they're not informed. Yeah, have another Tide Pod. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. We're going to turn this over to the, the eating the Tide Pod generation. <laughs> this is just absolute madness. Uh, but there's more. We'll give you the case here in uh, just a second. First, let me tell you about iTarget Pro. According to the Gun Violence Archive, a nonprofit that tracks gun violence, there have been 275 mass shootings this year. Now, that... That just is a definition where four or more people have been shot. Excluding the shooter, they're, just sh- they're shot or killed. So they've been wounded or, or killed. Usually these stats are used to try to restrict the Second Amendment. But I think this actually makes the case for the Second Amendment and for training. That's why uh, you need to go to your computer right now and get an iTarget Pro system. Go to iTargetPro.com, enter the promo code PAT. This is the first dry fire training system to combine smartphone technology with the industry's best laser bullet. And it's completely safe because instead of the actual bullet, you put in a, a laser bullet, a caliber specific so cool. laser bullet, and that detects where your shots land on the target. Really fun. And then that way you don't have to worry about the kids being around or any of that. In fact, they can participate with you. Mm-hmm. Right now, get 10% off plus free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. Train risk-free for 30 days and return it if you're not completely satisfied. So it's a money-back guarantee. 
The world has gone crazy. It's up to you to protect yourself and your family. Go to itargetpro.com. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. itargetpro.com slash pad. Offer code pad, actually. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Think of your kids and some of the stupid things they do and then think, huh, do I want them in the voting booth? (laughs) (laughs) Do I do I want them casting a ballot? (laughs) I mean, most of the Uh, adults that I know, I don't want casting a ballot. They're right. (laughs) In the last year, there's been encouraging signs, according to this Vox article. Encouraging signs that we might rethink all this. Democrat candidate Andrew Yang has argued for a voting age of 16. And a bill proposing a voting age of 16 died in the U.S. House in March with the majority of Democrats supporting it. Jeez. I, I, there's, there's not a logical thought in these Democrats' heads. Well, let's do them one better. The United States should consider eradicating the voting age entirely. And letting every American citizen who can successfully fill out a ballot be counted in our local, state, and national elections. And yes, this goes for felons, too. Enfranchising the last 75 million American citizens is the right thing to do. Four reasons we need to change it. Well, number one, the whole concept of a voting age is kind of unprincipled. <laughs> Is it? I, I can't, man. <laughs> we see that with almost every story now, almost every day. I can't. I just can't. I can't. It's just too. I, there's no words. Shut the country off. Done. Good. Good night, everybody. We're done here. The U.S. Constitution holds that the right to vote can't be abridged on the basis of race, color, previous condition of servitude, sex, or age. If you're older than 18. Yeah. Older than what? 18. 18. There you go. But they they want that to go away. <laughs> Number two, the case for democracy can't rest on voters being rational, informed agents. Indeed, there's a strong case for democracy that doesn't. Um, we're not a democracy, so the whole democratic thing is out the window. Number three. Voting as kids will turn young people into better citizens and likely increase participation for their whole lives. No, uh, if vote if we start kids at a really young age, like seven or eight, voting, the country will be over by the time they get to adulthood. It will be literally destroyed. I mean, this is asinine. And number four, kids have the same or even greater stake in political issues than adults do. Oh, they've got a greater stake? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. well, then that's reason enough. If that's they've got a greater enough. stake, then okay. Right. right. They, yeah, they've got, a, they've got skin in the game, right? They're paying tax. Oh, no, they're not doing that. They've got a bunch of property. No, they don't have that. They understand the issues. No, they don't do that. There is no way... Ten, so we're talking about 10-year-olds here. We're talking about 8-year-olds? I mean... That said, whoever can fill out a ballot, 5-year-old, I'm sure... A 5-year-old could... Yeah, you could conceivably read at 5 and fill out the ballot. Or I'm sure there's no room wow. for fraud in letting your kids vote. Yeah, just go ahead and write right here. Yeah, there you go. Now, do you like the picture of this pretty lady here? 
or this mean bad man here. I mean, come on. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It, I mean, this is seriously. You've got to. Are you even in your right mind? This person better not be able to own a gun because uh, <laughs> they are mentally disturbed. Uh, the writer is uh, Kelsey Piper. Uh huh. Okay, Kelsey, that's it's really cute. We've tweeted out the story at Pat Unleashed mm. if you want to follow along God, and read it's just this because unbelievable. It's not good. <laughs> think of the things your kids do, and think then that they're deciding who's going to be the next president of the United States. No, thank you. And you talk about being liberal. Uh, they've all been indoctrinated in the little indoctrination centers we call public schools. Uh, wow, would that be a disaster. Yeah, Kelsey uh, is a staff writer for Vox. There's a new vertical with a focus on the global poor, animal welfare, and risks affecting a stable future for our <laughs> world. Well, Kelsey, one of those risks would be allowing infants to vote. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, don't be ridiculous. You, really? What? Infants can't fill out the ballot. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You stupid. What? You got to be at least a toddler to be able to do that. Okay. <laughs> and, I have seen toddlers who can read, so I guess they could conceivably fill out a ballot. Yeah, they're well informed. Really well informed. Guess where she lives. Just guess. Uh, uh, New York City. San Francisco. San Francisco. There you go. Okay. I was going to go to California. Uh-huh. Next. That was going to be my next choice. But, uh, oof, that's, uh, that's some good stuff right there. That is thinking outside the box, Kelsey. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Kelsey and I have slightly different opinions. She says, eliminate the voting age. I say, start the voting process at 35. When you're old enough to become president, then you can start to vote. Okay, so yeah, Kelsey and I differ just a bit. There's some that. fun comments under her Twitter page uh, right now. Are there? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, most I can't read on the air, but I like this one guy. Most who's like, people agreeing with her wholeheartedly. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, unfortunately, the only person who ever had that idea decided to write an article about it. Um, that'd be Kelsey. But no, this, uh, this one guy's like, should we also allow four-year-olds to drive, run for office, maybe even be your boss? Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe a four-year-old is her boss. Uh, that's how she got hired. <laughs> I'm just scrolling through here, and uh, yeah, I can't really read too many of these. But uh, yeah, but now that I actually sit here and think about it, I mean, AOC, mm-hmm. I mean, a four-year-old versus AOC intellectually, maybe we should allow a four-year-old to run for office. <laughs> it could be argued that she is a four-year-old in her mind. <laughs> yes, her appearance... She's 29, but she's got about a four-year-old mentality. Uh, that's really pathetic. Wow. It's amazing how these millenniums, and I, I assume Kelsey is one. Millennial? Uh-huh. Uh, the millennials uh, really believe that they're just brilliant and so well-informed because they've got so many options. for You know, they get all their news on Twitter. I, I get all my news on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I, I, I saw it on Facebook. Yeah, you're, you're really well-informed. Yeah. Uh, again, you need to be 35 in order to vote. That's what I'm pushing for. Mm. Oof. I, can, th- that would just be the absolute destruction of this nation. Absolute destruction. Even 16. If you go down to 16, that's catastrophic. 888 thirty three ninety three. Here's another interesting poll. 
Um, Americans are warming up to the idea of biometric scans and facial recognition recognition technology. And uh, at least when it comes to U.S. law enforcement using it as a tool. Apparently, the majority of Americans trust the government with facial recognition technology. Wow. Based on what? Latest evidence comes in the form of a Pew Research Center study that found 56% of Americans trust U.S. law enforcement agencies to use facial recognition technology responsibly. Just like in the early pages of 1984, where they trusted the government. That was a really good idea. That turned out really well for them. (laughs) Another 59% of Americans found it acceptable for law enforcement to employ... Uh, facial recognition technology in public spaces if the technology is used to access potential security threats. So, like, I guess outside of Super Bowl. Um, mm. Didn't they do this, in fact, at a at a Tampa? Uh, it was I think it was a 2002 Super Bowl. They were concerned about terrorism, and so they wanted to use facial technology outside the Tampa stadium. And they got some, uh, they got some blowback over that. But I think now we're to the point where, <clears throat> yeah, that you've seen me in my home. You see me. I got a little camera right here that's looking at me right now. Ah, whatever. Go ahead. So I think that's what's happening. Everybody's just become so accustomed to it. They don't care anymore. Yeah, it's too bad. Study indicates the public has substantially less trust in the technology to be used responsibly by tech companies. So you, really? Americans trust the government more than they trust, let's say, Google? I mean, I, I don't trust either one of them, but... And they're practically the same at this point. <clears throat> yeah, they are. They're merging right now. 36%, uh, only 36% trust the tech companies, or advertisers, 18%. Study also indicates major differences in the opinions of young and older Americans, as well as Democrats and Republicans, as always. The substantially smaller share of young adults think it's acceptable for law enforcement to use facial recognition to access security threats in public spaces relative to older Americans. Hmm. Again, let's let them vote then. Yeah, get them right in the voting booth. (laughs) This is fantastic. (sighs) A study by the Brookings Institute found half of Americans favored limitations in the use of biometric tech. By law enforcement, 42% reporting that technology invaded personal privacy rights. A survey released in January 2019 showed an uptick in Americans' confidence in the technology with 59% supporting the use of facial recognition technology. As we start getting more accustomed to these things in their phones and stuff, when you just stick up your, you put your cell phone right in front of your face mm-hmm. and then it just opens up for you. Well, okay, how, then it doesn't look sinister. It looks like, well, okay, yeah, I use that every day. Why would I care if the government's doing it? I'm not doing anything wrong. Why do I care if the government has access to that? That'll be perfectly fine. And that's just where we are. I mean, seriously, if you want to trust the government, uh, more power to you. I choose not to. Um, No, thank you. Yeah, frightening. I mean, these are frightening statistics, and it just goes to show how much uh, of our our security we're willing to give up for our safety. And it's so sneaky. Just drip after drip. Until one day we mm-hmm. wake up and they are literally going to be in our house watching everything we do. And as everybody will remind us now, they already are, they are in our house yeah. watching yeah. everything we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
from your cell phone to your iPad, probably your television, your Nest system that you have for your thermostat, uh, all of these things. We're, they're, they're there already. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Com. I trust these guys way more than the government or tech companies. A thousand active agents with over five thousand more who are on a are on a waiting list uh, to join. So if you've ever been frustrated trying to buy or sell a home, there's no urgency on the part of your realtor, or they just want to do a bunch of uh, open ho- open house showings, or you got to keep the house immaculate, then you have to leave. You got people tramping through your home every weekend. Ugh, that sucks. Hire somebody with a real marketing plan, somebody with a long track record of success, somebody who's vetted on a, on a regular basis, and they're all fans of Glenn's show. So you got that in common right from the beginning. Your, your realtor really needs to know and understand your market and needs to understand that you don't want to just leave your house every weekend, come up with Maybe something in addition to that? Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Dylan just found out he was wrong. About autumn solstice. I thought, Whoa. you know, here we were led to believe he knew absolutely everything. Whoa. He doesn't. Solstice wow. is not the 20th or the 21st. It is the 23rd. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Dylan, I just. That's disappointing. That is, man. Really disappointing. What can you believe now? I don't know. Nothing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Eric in Texas. Hey, Eric, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey, hey. Keith. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jeffy, if he's floating around somewhere in the cafeteria. He's not. He him definitely too. doesn't does float. Does not okay. float in anything. Doesn't float. The, the, but. The, 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 well, well, maybe he makes things float because of his internal gravity. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, anyway, real uh, uh, three, uh, three or four quick points. Number one. Uh, happy 10th anniversary to the 912 March on Washington mm. uh, that we did uh, 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 in 2009. Mm-hmm. I was there. I was part of the production crew on top of the hill. It was one of the um, greatest honors of my life to get my parents uh, up to the top of that hill. We had to wade through a sea of humanity to get to that point. It was because the Capitol Hill police, I'm pretty sure you guys have been to the sea. And they have the two um, alleyways uh, running up the side of the Capitol. They, they wouldn't let us use that. Mm. Anyway, mm-hmm. but um, happy 9-12 March on Washington. Um, number two, Pat, I, num- I know that you were saying this kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I agree with you on one thing. You shouldn't vote until you, when you said you shouldn't vote until you're 35. I say mm. 21. Why? Because they're doing all this stuff. They want to raise the legal limit of smoking to mm-hmm. 21, right? Yep. And, but yet they want to lower the voting age to 16. Okay, well, if you're going to raise the vote, I mean, uh, raise the legal age of tobacco, which your taxpayer dollars vote for, raise, because I'm a smoker, raise the um, uh, 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 voting age to 21, 
also raise the enlistment age uh, to enlist in the military to 21. Why do I say that? When I served 10 years in the military, I joined when I was 22, roughly 23. And when I went to the military, and this is back in 1998 and 1999, Pat and Keith, Hmm. oh, my God, these kids who were away from their parents for the first time at 17, 18, they didn't know what the hell they were doing away from mommy and daddy. And um, uh, one point of personal privilege, uh, um, uh, I also believe that we sit here and we complain about these representatives that are these senators or whomever mm-hmm. that uh, that go to the House. But we never primary them. We yeah. never primary them. Okay. Yeah. Why are we not primarying these people? And then fourth, uh, 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 actually fifth, um, the other thing that I think that has brought all this down um, in society is the mm-hmm. family court system is the family court system. I am a divorced father. I've had three children. Unfortunately, my eldest daughter, Michaela, uh, passed away last year in a car accident mm, um, while under the care of her mother. And uh, uh, But, but the, the twisted nature of the family court system needs to be addressed. And also, one other point of personal privilege, uh, I met Doc Thompson at 9-12, 10 years ago today, and may his soul rest in peace. He was a very, very good man. I loved him. I listened to him every morning, either when I was working night crew or um, uh, when I would wake up early in the morning and, and go to my job. So I just wanted to get that out on the airways. Appreciate so. it. Thanks, Eric, and thanks for your service. Um, mm-hmm. And glad you were there on nine twelve. That's uh That's awesome. Uh, and uh, hard to believe that was 10 years ago now. Jeez, 10 years. Uh, David in Massachusetts, you're on the blaze. Hi. Good morning. Hey. Go ahead. Um, so I just wanted to, to point out a, a surprising moment of logical consistency with the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Because if you're wise enough and smart enough at four to choose your own gender, <laughs> well, obviously you should be able to vote. Right. Right. That does make some sense. Appreciate it. Thanks, David. Yeah, if you're going to be uh, reassigning your gender when you're four, yeah, <laughs> the right. least we can do is let you vote for all the candidates who will make that a free process for you. The, not again, free, but the other people, everybody else. Will but again, it. you don't get the choice on whether or not you ride right around the block on your bike with a with, with a, a helmet. helmet. Right? You, yeah, no, we can't trust you with that. Come on, and we can't trust you to make good food choices either. So at, at school, we're going to have to, you know, just give you carrots. Yep, sorry, but that's and that's the way it is. Some <laughs> unrecognizable like mash, whatever. I remember they used to send out the pictures of uh, Michelle Obama's um, yeah. lunch program stuff, yeah. and what? they didn't even know what half the stuff was. It was on their plate. Yeah, it was indiscernible. You you couldn't figure it out, just like the metric system. Uh huh. It, it must have been metric food because you didn't know what it was, and there was no way to tell. Metric unless food. you put it in your mouth, and nobody did. No, so. no, <laughs> no. Which, by the way. Um, uh, you uh, tested some food, uh, you know, over on uh, Facebook. Uh, I did, yeah. You so be can sure check to that check out that. On, on Facebook. <laughs> Facebook.com <laughs> slash Unleashed. Pat Unleashed. Pat Unleashed. Okay. Oh. Sometimes, well, you know, the Twitter thing, it's... Uh, so it's always Twitter, Pat Unleashed. Yeah, is it? Okay. <laughs> Everything slash Pat Unleashed. All right. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay. okay. 
I, I don't have to look for me that often. I just That's true. pull up the page and there uh-huh. it is. Yeah, and and plus you're <laughs> you're logged in on all your devices. Um, yes, and so you're just constantly. And I try to stay logged in because uh-huh. uh, there's no way I'll remember the passwords if I ever get kicked off so uh that's yes yeah that's why mm-hmm. so tulsi gabbard has come out against open borders she supports physical barriers uh she was on the rubin report on sunday to talk about immigration abortion and her presidential campaign uh she said i don't support open borders without secure borders we don't really have a, com- a country is not that an exact quote from donald trump I believe he said those exact words. No kidding. This cannot be a popular position to have in the Democrat Party. She went on to say that in some places, it may make sense to have a wall or some sort of physical barrier. Uh, But she clarified, this is not Trump's wall from sea to shining sea. Well, Trump has never said there's going to be a wall from sea to shining sea. Gabbard has presented herself as more moderate in stark contrast to the rest of the field which everybody is going as far left as they can possibly get i just read an article yesterday that uh joe biden's agenda is far more liberal than hillary clinton's was in 2016 Mm. and we're looking at him as if he's a moderate that's how far the overton window has gone uh with these candidates really amazing uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three also, uh, B- Biden has said that questions about his age are totally inappropriate. He blamed uh, his contacts for the, you know, his left eye that we showed you, I think, on Monday. Yeah. Uh, his eye looked like it was filled with blood. Looked like he was bleeding out his eyes. Mm. He answered questions on policy to combat climate change for 40 minutes on CNN um, during that September 4th network event. During the middle of his answers... His left eye filled with blood from what appeared to be a burst blood vessel. It was my contact lens, uh, Joe said now. I think I, you know, when you're taking it out, I I think uh, I bruised my eye. (laughs) Okay. All right. He also said he thought questions about his age and physical fitness are, are warranted because of his age. I think it's totally appropriate. Oh, so he did say it is appropriate Mm -hmm. for people to look at my age. Just like when I was 29. Was I old enough? And now, am I fit enough? No. No, you're not, Joe. I'll completely disclose everything about my health. I'm in good shape. The Biden campaign so far has declined to address, on the record, uh, any reason for what caused the bloody eye. But he says, Mm -hmm. Oh, it's in my contact lens. (laughs) Okay. All right. Wow. Uh, You're having a real... It was in the middle of the segment, man. (laughs) It didn't just... Well, you weren't changing your contacts during the questioning. Yeah, d- during a commercial break, did he change his contacts or something we don't know about? That so seems weird. unlikely. Let me take a minute here and tell you about Riduzone. Because if you wondered why it's so hard to stop eating, you know, at a reasonable time. Um, it's because of, well, science in your body's chemistry. Your brain is always telling you to eat more, bring in more calories, because it just it's in survival mode. Now, there's OEA to sort of balance that out. The OEA in us sends a signal to your brain, okay, that's enough. We're full. We've got the calories we need. But most of us don't have enough of that, and that's where Riduzone comes in. FDA-accepted Riduzone contains OEA, and that's about it. It's not a stimulant either. There's no caffeine in it. 
Riduzone is a safe vegetarian and gluten-free supplement that tells your body, stop eating. So, stop fighting nature. And to manage your hunger, use Riduzone. That's R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Use the promo code PAT. They'll give you 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. Gray Unleashed. Oh, this is great. A couple of uh, 2020 Democrat presidential hopefuls have agreed to speak at a Muslim Brotherhood front group to get votes. Angry Muslim American voters are tired of being ignored by the Democrat Party's uh, presidential (laughs) candidates. Ignored? Really? (laughs) You elect them? They're tired of it. (laughs) Come on. But two of two of them seeking the White House have agreed now to, to meet with them, Bernie Sanders and Julian Castro. They agreed to speak at Saturday's presidential forum for the Islamic Society of North America, the ISNA, which has drawn 30,000 attendees to Houston this weekend. Uh, ISNA is not only a brotherhood front group, a Muslim brotherhood front group Mm-mm. proven by the FBI. But uh, they were also an unindicted co-conspirator in the infamous Holy Land Foundation case. Yeah. Uh, just like uh, uh, just like the other one. Uh, the other group? Uh, yeah, the other uh, Muslim group that was also an unindicted co-conspirator. Hang on. I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I've drawn a complete blank on that. Uh, the Holy Land Foundation would set up booths at isna meetings and raise money for the terrorist group hamas uh so good for them good for bernie and uh and julian to go speak to this muslim brotherhood group that's really fantastic what an inclusive candidate what inclusive candidates they both are yeah the council of american islamic relations Mm -hmm. or care both unindicted co-conspirators Meanwhile, thank goodness the uh, the four of the Democratic candidates for 2020 have told us what their preferred pronouns are now. Their preferred gender pronouns. Uh, so their Twitter bios have been up, updated to reflect that. Apparently, they're cis people, which That's... which means straight, basically. Right. right? You're only attracted to uh, yeah. if you were born. Why? Why do they hate uh, homosexual people? Why do they? Why? Have they tried it? Uh, let's see. Denoting related to a... Okay. Uh, <laughs> are you talking about gen- cis? Yeah, gender identity matches the sex they were assigned at birth. Whoa, matches? Whoa, what do you mean whoa. matches? Whoa. For example, <laughs> someone who identifies as a woman and was assigned female at birth is a cisgender woman. The term cisgender is the okay. opposite of the word transgender. Okay, I can't. Wonderful. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, this is great. I was at my a doctor appointment the other day. In the lobby, they gave me a bunch of paperwork to fill out. You know, you have to put the X's on on what kind of symptoms you have and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm filling out this paperwork. Did you get there 15 minutes ahead of time? Uh, about half an hour ahead half of an, time. Oh, good. Okay, good. After filling out my name on about 93 separate pages on the form. <laughs> okay, my name is still the same as it was on every other page I put my name. And you have to print it and then you have to sign it. Uh, every single page. It's bizarre. Anyway, I finally get to the space uh, for gender. 
and I'm looking over my choices there. And I had a lot of choices to choose from. I could be male, man, female, woman. Then there was trans man to woman and trans woman to man. (laughs) But wait, there's more. There was trans male, trans woman, then gender queer. I thought, gender queer? Is that... That doesn't seem like a nice term. (laughs) Is that okay to call people genderqueer? Gender nonconforming. Gender questioning. And because that's not nearly enough possibilities. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not nearly inclusive enough. And it would be hate-mongering just to leave it at that. (laughs) They also had the option, something else, or decline to answer. (laughs) Jeez, like, come on! How far are we going to carry this? You went with declined to answer, correct? Yeah, I just said no. I, I, None of your business. All of the above. All of the above. <laughs> Ask me in an hour. It might be a different answer. Right. I mean, how do I know how I'm going to feel by the time I actually... Yeah, when this paperwork is processed, I may be five different <laughs> genders deep. I don't know. <laughs> My goodness. It's just, it's so frustrating. Uh, so, you know, since this is so very important, since this is so critical right now, Uh, In an effort to be inclusive and non-offensive, we're going to have to now insist on your preferred pronouns whenever you call into the show. I think that's reasonable. Right? Yeah. Uh, It's more than reasonable. It's it's gender equality (laughs) and it's gender fairness. It's 2019, too. So, for instance, say we get a call from Mike. Okay. I would say something like, hey, Mike, you're, you're on the blaze. Hi, Pat. Love the show. Long time listener. First time call. No, Mike, that's not the information Mm -mm, we need. No. So then Mike would say something. Okay, right. Yeah, okay. I just have three comments, (laughs) two questions, four poems, and a haiku. Then I'll just hang up and listen to your response or whatever else is going to happen on this show. No, Mike, that's not the information we need And don't cut him off before he gets his his soliloquy either. (laughs) In fact, I I have to insist that you please don't give us that kind of information. What we do want is your preferred preferred gender pronoun, okay? So if we were to try that again, it would be something like, hey, Mike in Michigan, you're on the blaze. He, him, his. (laughs) That's that's how it would go. So you got to... So your preferred pronoun has to be among the first things you say. Yeah. So Mike in Michigan, he, him, his... That's good. Yeah. I don't want to leave anybody out. So if it's a woman, it could be, you know, she, her, hers, mm-hmm. or he, her, hims. I don't know. what Whatever pronoun you're most comfortable with, that's that's what we need to hear. Because that's what okay. these presidential candidates are doing on their Twitter pages. You yes. Know? They, they're, yes. They're updating uh, all of their profiles and making sure that we can see exactly how they're identifying. Uh, Jeffy's producer, Chris, was also showing us something that came in from, I don't know, some PR firm. Where they included their pronouns on the email. On the email. Oh, no, like as part of their signature or something? So there? it said, like, their name, mm-hmm. and then underneath it said, he, him, his. <laughs> before, even before his job title. Wow. I mean, is that bizarre? So, anyway. Yeah, see, like, it, right there, like, Bill de Blasio on his Twitter mm-hmm. profile at the bottom? Mm-hmm. He slash him. Oh, he, him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if a, what a, what what do I call you in the possessive? There's Elizabeth Warren with her. Uh, is it is it he him theirs or is it he him his? Elizabeth Warren is she her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who else do we have? Julian Castro. 
<laughs> he, him, L. slash L. He went Spanish. Oh, good Spandering. Golly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's fantastic. So only three of them? Or did I miss one in somewhere along the way? Mm, uh, Hickenlooper, uh, I didn't send him the, the one for him because he's no more. Oh, because he's gone. Who cares about yeah, he's Hickenlooper? Gone. Well, he's still running for Senate, but yeah, we don't. Oh, is he? Yeah, he is. Uh, against that evil Corey Gardner, who banned birth control, if you remember correctly. Mm-hmm. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's uh, let's go to Janine okay, in Virginia. Test this. Hey, Janine. Hi, Pat. Hi. Hi, Pat. Hi, Keith. Hey. <laughs> I I was listening to you. Earlier oh no! Hang on! Hang on! Hang on! Oh my! Don't blow past the breaking these rules oh, already. We need to know your I preferred gender pronouns. <laughs> my per uh, my. I'm female, and I, I have a fur. Wait a minute. Hang on a second. So I didn't realize. Hang on. We're right up against a heartbreak here. We'll get. We'll come back to you right hang after on, it. All on. right? We'll be okay. right back. Uh, 888-900-3393. Th- <laughs> and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze. Twitter, where Rants Out Loud tweets, eliminating the minimum mage to vote will lead to the election of the candidate promising universal access to Fortnite. <laughs> Piltdown Posse, uh, lowering the voting age to zero. It would be a good good way to get rid of public schools. Whoa, wait. Now, hang on. Uh-huh. Hang on. Let's at least give this topic uh, justice. I'm a considered... decent hearing, at least. Right. Lone Wolf uh, tweets, raise the voting age to 26 or until you're off your parents' insurance, whichever comes first. <laughs> uh, Bob Lobla, uh, perhaps people declared as, in, as an independent for tax purposes shouldn't be able to vote. there are a lot of people who shouldn't be able to vote let me tell you about uh, Brickhouse Nutrition if you're not getting vegetables in your diet uh, like I never do then this is a great way to go because it gives you all of that nutrition that your body actually needs to function properly it'll really it'll help your immune system you won't be sick as much you're gonna feel better just one scoop of Field of Greens take it dump it into eight ounces of water stir it up it'll taste like Kool-Aid And then you get a full serving of real USDA fruits and vegetables. Just like that. And it's real food. It's not a fakey lab supplement powder of some kind. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. It's BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Uh, before we ran out of time last hour, we were talking to uh, Janine in Virginia. Let's go back to her. Hey, Janine, you're on the blaze. Okay. Okay. And once again, for the record, I am a she. I am a her. Okay. 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 She, her. Go. All right. Go. Got it. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I was listening to you earlier about the voting age thing. Well, you know what? My husband and I have had quite a number of discussions on this. We find that there's way too many people out there that just really don't need to be voting. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, let's take it all the way back to the original when the founders set it up so that it had to be a property owner. <laughs> okay? You got to be a property owner, which means you have to have a job. And the other thing I want to add to it is you're going to have to bring not your driver's license, bring your birth certificate. <laughs> yep. And uh, since they're all for background checks on gun owners, let's go and do a background check on every voter. I I like it. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Janine. I don't see a problem there. Uh, might take a while. That <laughs> uh, might take a while. 
<laughs> but uh, at least the ID, you know, and the ID needs to show that you're 35 or older. Uh, but that's it. I mean, after that, you're fine. Okay. I'm not going to ask for any egregious regulations or, or requirements on you. You just be 35, an American citizen, and uh, you got to be like minded with yeah. with me. If you're yes, yes, okay, we're then good. you can vote. We're good. Then you can vote. If if you're <laughs> eligible to be president, then you're eligible to vote. That seems fair. I think it's completely fair. I, I really do. Meanwhile, in London, they're trying to figure out this. Um, you know, we've been talking about the gender uh, pronouns. Yeah, here's apparently a couple of penguins who. Um, I don't know that they identify as as lesbians or as... Have we asked them? Even if they identify as female penguins, I don't know. <laughs> but a same-sex penguin couple, what does that mean, really? They just hang out together? They're penguins. What do you mean? Yeah, this they're, is something else. They're story. calling them a same-sex couple <laughs> when they're both girls. Maybe they're just friends. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they're just really close friends. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I guess uh, they're going to raise... An adopted, genderless penguin chick. Wait a minute. Now. For the first time. Okay. So it's even it's even infiltrating the animal world, at least the human-controlled animal world. Four-month-old Gentoo penguin chick will not be named or characterized as male <laughs> or female. Sea Life London said. <laughs> Help me. The chick is being raised by two female penguins, Rocky and Marama, who were given the egg to relieve the penguin's birth mother of the pressure of raising two chicks. (laughs) Are we sure that the penguins aren't up to that? Do we know that for a fact? Wow, so they just robbed this one female penguin Assuming Mm -hmm, that, oh, you can't handle two because you're just a girl. Well, seriously, what what is that? They took away one of the chicks. It's too hard. It's the world's first penguin to not have its gender assigned. <laughs> I, 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 what is happening? Experts at the aquarium usually give newborn penguins gender-based names, but in this case decided it was no. more natural for the chick to grow and develop into a mature adult as genderless, which is normal in the wild until they mature. Is it? The chick has been fitted with a purple tag on its wing so it can be identified. Oh, so they're identifying it as a color now? Yeah, I guess so. I don't uh-huh. I don't know what they're doing. What in the, the penguin world? The penguin may later be incorporated into Sea Life London's breeding program. Wait, what? Depending on the gender, its biology determines. <laughs> wait, wait, the penguin doesn't even get to decide? Oh, well, excuse me. <sighs> The, the biology is going to determine the sex of this creature. What a world. I mean, that's... We... That is so ridiculous. Are so ridiculous as a society. God, I mean, it's unbelievable. Genderless penguin chicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten so ridiculous that we're even... We're even inflicting this on the animal world now. Seriously? Stop it. That's just... It's asinine. Will it ever end? You know, I, I mentioned the gender thing with my uh, doctor. The, uh, I actually found the copy. I, 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 uh, I did actually take a picture of the copy mm-hmm. or of the form. And at the very top, I had forgotten that it had at the very top line is preferred pronoun. He, she, they, z, z-e. So it's z or 
a pronoun not listed or no pronoun preference. The pains they are going to in uh, in in these doctors' offices and I'm sure governmental offices and everywhere where you have to uh, fill out paperwork. The preferred spoken and written language, sexual orientation. So you could be lesbian, gay, bisexual, queer, straight, something else, or I decline to answer. Oh, for your race, you have a few different options as well. Okay, American Indian, Alaska Native. Black and or African American, white slash Caucasian. You could be Asian, Asian Indian, Chinese, Filipino, Japanese, Korean, Vietnamese, or other. <laughs> Native Hawaiian, Pacific Islander. You could be Native Hawaiian, Guamanian, or Chamorro, Samoan, other Pacific Islander, or decline to answer. <laughs> Sex at birth? What was your sex at birth? None of your business. There, that's part of it. <laughs> Male, female, intersex, or decline to answer. Uh, ethnicity: non-Hispanic, Latino, Dominican, Cuban, Mexican, Chicano. I thought Chicano was a bad term. Yeah. Puerto Rican, other Hispanic, Latino, decline to answer. They even get into your housing status. Do you have a? Do you have stable housing? Are you homeless, or do you decline to answer? If homeless, which best applies? You're homeless on the street. Homeless shelter, transitional, or doubling up. Whatever that is. What's doubling up? I don't know. Yeah. I think you're just rooming Crash, with a friend. A friend's or couch or yeah. something? Yeah. But you're not paying rent. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is un- How many man hours are spent coming up with these forms and these definitions? It's madness. In fact, Oregon Redskin, uh, a listener, he, uh, he tweeted uh, to, to me a um, picture uh, at a school that he works at there in, I think, Portland, up in Oregon. Um, do we have that with uh, MX Claire? One of the new teachers has a big banner above her door for the students to see when they come. And to how do you to, say the MX? Is it mixed? I think it's mixed because she, mix. put, she put up there, you know, the, the how to pronounce it, like mixed. Okay. And then what does she say there? Um, what's this? Ask me. What's this? Mix. Yeah. Ask me. <laughs> MX Claire. Hey, what's mix? What does that mean? Miss Mix, Mix Claire, what what does that mean? What does it mean? Has anybody asked her? <laughs> I know. Hold I don't on. know what it does. This mean. is one of those things that I've seen and then I just don't care and I don't forget. It's the gender neutral term. It's used as a title for those who do not identify as being of a particular gender, oh or for gosh. people who simply don't want to be defined by a gender. It's a gender neutral honorific for those who. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. No more. I just. I, I tell you, such a. Re- Ridiculous world, man. Wow. We've got this poor penguin that, mm-hmm. that isn't going to get a name. Mm-hmm. Um, it isn't going to be identified uh, as, as the sex that it is born with. Right. You got your doctor's office forms. Uh-huh. uh-huh. You've got mixed Claire. Mm-hmm. I want to know, have, have, has anyone such as yourself had this experience where I haven't seen, I haven't filled out a form or seen this play out in my real life mm-hmm. these identities and these uh genderless terms and what have you but that's becoming a it's it's a thing popping up everywhere obviously yeah, it's it's absolutely a thing and so dumb i mean was it a thing a year ago i don't think so no certainly wasn't five years ago or 10 years ago this is something that came on really fast yeah. and really intensely 
to the point where you've got doctors all scrambling to change the forms that they use. It's total and complete madness. Yep. I want a personal privilege. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yes. go ahead. Go ahead. Please, Please. do not use gendered language to, to address to, to, everyone. Okay, I'm sorry. Right uh, quick point of privilege. Yes. Quick point of personal uh, privilege. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. All right. <laughs> and if you don't have these forms, it's only a matter of time before you're called out for being hateful and non-inclusive. Well, let me ask this. Is it more offensive to try to list all of the possibilities and maybe miss the mark or not ask the question, period? I think I think it's more offensive to ask the question. What mm-hmm. do you mean, what gender am I? What are you talking about? What do you need that for? Um, and so if... You don't even ask the question. Maybe you avoid all of that. I don't know. Or is more offensive to know. your clientele, like like such as yourself, that uh, sit down and see these forms and have to see all of these terms. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. It is so ridiculous when you know for a fact, based on science. I'm sorry, there are two genders. Oh, there you go. There are two. There genders. you go with the hate. I, I, I knew if we did this segment long enough, long enough, it's going to come out. Somebody's going to say hatred. some horrifying thing. Like there's two genders shine through. I'm sorry. There's two. Count them. One. One. Two. <laughs> I, I, you lost me somewhere between one and two. Is that what we're landing on? Two. We're landing on two. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Haiti McHate face. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like. Like the old George Bush thing who's trying to think up the word, the right word. What is it? The gender thing. There's a, a you know, the, as far as genders are concerned, there are a, a, a two. <laughs> Didn't think I'd get There's there, two. did you? There's two. Yeah. Can you imagine if he were president when this stuff was happening? I, I, I would I <clears throat> wonder what some of the fun stuff we'd get out of that. It's incredible how much it's changed just since he was president. Mm-hmm. I mean, he left in 2008. That was 11 years ago. And and everything's completely different now. Every uh, You barely recognize this country from 11 years ago. And we thought it was bad when we elected Obama, who was a Marxist. Jeez. <laughs> uh, by the way. A new poll shows 28% of Democrats say being an NRA member should be illegal. (laughs) Okay. This is a Rasmussen poll. Uh, The survey of 1,000 likely voters released Monday also found 32% of Democrats said the NRA should be declared a terrorist organization in the communities where they live. San Francisco has done that, by the way. As for Republicans, 14% agree with deeming the NRA, a terrorist organization. What? Four, 14% of Republicans? <laughs> How is that possible? And 15% said being an NRA member should be illegal. Among all likely voters, 17, 47% say the NRA members are less likely to commit a gun crime. 13% of all voters and only 17% of Democrats said they're more likely. In addition, 57% of all Americans say stricter enforcement of existing gun control laws is more important than creating new gun control laws. How about that? Most Americans with guns in their home said it makes them feel safer, the poll found, and 70% agree it's not the gun that pulls the trigger, it's the person that pulls the trigger. Maybe Democrats should take a look at that poll. 
And wait a second. Did you say um, uh, majority people say that the guns in the home make them feel safer? Isn't that what mm-hmm. liberals always want you to do is just feel mm-hmm. however you feel? Well, look, if it makes me feel safer, then back off my guns. Yes. That I don't have. But that makes but too much sense. But if I did, I would feel better having them in my home. Sure. But yeah, like me, you did you lose Lost yours? Lost another uh, boating accident just really like you. Mm-hmm. Really unfortunate. Really unfortunate. Sure is. Let me tell you about home title lock. Uh, there's a new thing called home title theft where they just steal your home from you and take out uh, a line of equity until your equity is all gone and then you get stuck with the payments. It's really, I mean, what a nightmare that would be. And it's hard, to, it's hard to call your bank and say, hey, wait, I didn't sell my home to anybody. Well, I've got your signature right here because they forge your signature to where you can't even, you can't tell it's not yours. So don't let this happen to you. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Let them put a firewall around your home's online title and mortgage. And the instant they detect any tampering at all, they, they shut it down. Protect your most valuable asset from equity thieves. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Enter your address. See if you're already compromised. You can register right now for 60 risk-free days of protection at HomeTitleLock.com. At Gray Unleashed. Tomorrow at this time, we will be deeply immersed into Moron Trivia. Moron Trivia. From the boiling tundra of Dallas, Texas. Hoping to go 2-0 tomorrow. Uh, and I guess Stu's joining us too, right? Yeah, going to be Eagles-Falcons. Eagles-Falcons. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's the matchup tomorrow. We were obviously right in week number one. Uh, Patriots over the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, by a lot too, so should be uh, should be fun. And I'm sure Stu and I will will obviously be a part of a uh, fair game. We won't try to influence oh, it one sure. way or the other, right? And um, good be on the up and up because we actually mm-hmm. we don't want to screw with well you don't the system right because you mess with the system mm-hmm. you mess everything up. We don't know why it just is. Yeah, we don't write universal law. We just live by it. That's all we that's all we can do. Uh, Russ in Washington, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Hey, doing good. So, preferred good morning, gender, guys. please. Um, yeah, preferred gender. Yeah, really. yeah, so, well, I'm a he, him. So okay, I thank have to you. Get that clear. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I got a buddy that's a mm-hmm. database manager for a large hospital system in Oregon, and they just spent over a million dollars upgrading your software so they could have all these silly. <laughs> Did. gender options in there oh my and gosh. so what's it going to cost the next time they add an alphabet wow a million dollars to change all their forms appreciate it thanks russ that that's what? that's staggering <laughs> you forget about that you know you forget that this isn't done for free you got to change everything yeah. all your paperwork has to be upgraded and then I'm, i mean do you have to have somebody that goes over this with a fine-tooth comb so you don't offend anybody Oh, my goodness. Um, Mix uh, uh, Sheila, what is her preferred pronoun? Is it she or him? Him, her, she. Go to the paperwork and find out. Wow. Crazy. It's nuts. Now, maybe if we follow the money, it'll trace back to this whole movement was one of these software companies that was trying to make a buck off of changing your system. Wouldn't that be funny? That would be funny. Uh, 888-933-93 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter where Pat's emotional support badger tweeted I agree Pat this gender thing is definitely frustrating however I can only imagine it pales in comparison to the frustration of the internet speed 
provided to the Lumbee tribe. <laughs> you know how frustrating that was right. to a moother. So, yeah, you're probably right on that. From Jeffy's number one fan, kinda. <laughs> hey, Pat and Keith. Hammy here. She, her, heifer. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Point of personal privilege? Yeah, I, I just forgot my point. <laughs> that that would happen to me if I actually tried that. If I tried to identify myself, by the time I got done introducing myself and what I preferred, I would forget my point. It's all over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Laura Q, 1001. She, her, here. Point of personal privilege? It's too early in the, in the day to ask for pronouns. By the end of the of this comment, I will choose to identify as a flying unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your hernia. Tweets from now on. If I'm filling out a form that asks for gender or sex and it lists more than more options than male or female, it's either left blank or I walk out. That's yeah. You're going to yeah. piss off a lot of people with this stuff because it's just so ridiculous. It's just so stupid. Who wants to hassle with it every single time you go to the doctor? <sighs> and it's amazing how often you have to fill out those forms, too. I've been to the same doctor uh, 50 times, mm-hmm. probably, and I filled out every form, and I still had to fill out another bunch of them and this isn't your, the other day. This isn't your specialist for the... Uh the sex reassignment stuff, right? This no, is, this is no. something completely separate. So it's not right. even appropriate for them to be asking these questions, correct? And there doesn't seem to be any need for it. Right? I mean, you've known me now for, I've been going there six years, probably out of the eight that we've been here. And see, that's um, the other know. thing. You know, It would be nice just to see that form, throw it on the ground, get up and walk out, you know? Mm-hmm. But is it going to be like the way we are with our phones? Is it just going to be like, all right, whatever, I'll fill out this form, ha-ha, they've got all the genders, whatever, mm-hmm. and and we're just going to go about our lives and not demand change and not demand that they go back to just put male or female. Yeah, because yeah. we, we don't want to hassle with it. Mm-hmm. We just want to, okay, I don't want to make waves, I'll just do it. Yeah. And that's how it winds up. And, and seeing these things, these forms, these uh, MX and all this crap in public, haha, it's going to be funny, it's going to make for a fun tweet every now and then for the next couple of years, but eventually it's just going to be part of society. Yeah, it's kind of like the uh, TSA at the airport. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, we just have, we have to do this because, yep. you know, this is keeping us all safe. And then it gets more and more ridiculous. We get further and further away, and the threat from what we're guarding against mm-hmm. seems to have faded into the background. Of course, that's when they get you. Just when you think. Yeah. So when you think that, then they hit you. And before you know it, you're kind of into the rectal like, exam. We had one one idiot, one buffoon who tried to blow up a plane with his shoe and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And so ever since then, we're taking off our shoes at the airport, taking off our socks, t- taking our belts off. We're pulling down our pants. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm never traveling with you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you you really, you get it. I Yeah, I do. You get I it. I do. Yeah, they give me the full Monty, so I, I, I don't know why. It's that, uh, I guess you know I look like a terrorist. Yeah, it's that je ne sais quoi that it you bring to the line. It is a certain je ne sais quoi. And they pull yeah. you out, and they're like, you're coming with me. And I get irritated, too, with the people that are like, well, you know what? This is for our own good. This is keeping us safe. I don't mind doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do, because it's not keeping us safe. When you're doing this randomly, it, it's meaningless. It's meaningless. If you see somebody who's acting suspicious, who's being shifty, who fits a certain profile. I don't know. We do have a profile of the people who did this in the first place. Yeah, white guys, right? Well, That's the only people you can pull out of line. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes, white guys or three-year-old blue-eyed blonde girls. There it is. 
Those so are those are those are the ones you Th- really want to concentrate on. That's the profile on. we're we're looking for. Now, we if you to concentrate, concentrate on those people, we'll then be safe. You're, you're good with it, then. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's why you keep getting pulled out of the line, <laughs> white guy. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know, a lot of us have a lot of pain, and uh, in some cases, it's all the time. It's not chronic though, because that's a specific scientific or medical term that you can't use. So it's not chronic. It's just continual. <laughs> so if you have that kind of pain, <laughs> try Relief Factor. Relief Factor was developed by doctors uh, with four key ingredients that help your body's fight against inflammation. Now, once the inflammation is calmed down, usually the pain goes away. Try it for three weeks. It's just nineteen ninety-five to do the three-week quick start. 70% of the people who order the quick start, it works for, and so they order more. See if it'll help you. If you want a drug-free natural way to ease your pain and get your life back it's relieffactor.com this is pat gray unleashed this is pat gray he him his uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at pat unleashed on twitter uh i'm still getting those spam calls i don't know about anybody else but i still get them every single day all right have, have you stopped uh, or are you getting them on your cell That's still? interesting, Ivan. They've stopped at my house. What's the number they call? Give us the number they call. I'm definitely not uh, giving I'm... that number out. <laughs> so the the I think it might uh-huh. be just a Texas thing, huh? Okay, maybe. Because I don't know. I don't get the calls at home anymore on a local number. I'm not getting them from the Texas but, area code. Yeah, anymore. but I'm getting them on my cell, which is not a Texas area code. So maybe the Texas law is working that Abbott signed, but not. Maybe. Because isn't the FCC supposed yeah, to stop that too? Yes. When, when does that start up? I thought it already did. I thought it was supposed to kick in September 1st. Now that's Texas law. But maybe law. that was the Texas law. Maybe uh. I got that confused. I don't know. But it's it's driving me out of my mind. For some reason, I get this one almost every, I think every day. What? I'm sorry? <laughs> what is that, Mandarin Chinese? I How did know. I get on that list? But How did I get on that one? <laughs> she keeps repeating that word. I know. Yeah, listen to that. <laughs> yeah. Like three or four times. I, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm in trouble. Maybe You're, there's four serious charges pressed on my name in Chinese as well as English. And you would never know. know this because you don't speak Chinese. <laughs> right. So how did I get on that stupid list? Uh, seriously. Anybody else getting that call? Seriously, how do you shut this down already? I hate it. What was the uh, website? Um... I said oh, don't call yeah. dot me. Yeah, I we should we'll tweet that out. I said don't call dot com or dot something. I said, yeah, I maybe don't it is. Call dot, I thought it was dot me in a weird like, Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. It's not that, y'all. But that was supposed <laughs> to be I mean, he had really yeah, it is. created some havoc with some of these <laughs> spammers because <laughs> you plug in their number and then it keeps calling them over and over and over, like thousands and thousands. Immediately. It yeah. just blows up their system. Like, literally <laughs> blows up their system. So it's fun. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. I just wish I could be there to experience it. I know. I, I would love that. Anyway, uh, feed the number that calls you into that system and see if it helps. Because maybe it will. I don't know. And we're tweeting that out now, at Pat Unleashed. Um, so you can have that link. Something else I love is when uh, liberals eat their own. And that's happening again with Johnny Depp 
and Dior with this uh, Sauvage ad. You remember him? He, he was uh, in the last ad. He played a guitar and then he got into a car. That's so weird. And then he drove into the desert and Dug- he started burying yeah, something. He dug a hole and put something in. I know. So, so weird. Dumb. Well, now they're all upset huh? over uh, this ad. Take, take a look at the latest. Walking in, uh, I don't know, Zion's National Park in Utah, maybe? Oh. I, don't, I don't know. Where are you? What is happening? Oh, and then there's a woman in a wolf outfit. Oh, no. Looking at him. He sees him. Oh, and a, and a Native American in full garb. And then... <laughs> a guitar is He uncovers a guitar, <laughs> an electric guitar. I don't know where the uh, electricity is for this, but... So weird. He looks around while he plays the guitar. The Native American dances. And uh, then he lights a fire. Uh, the Native American continues to dance into sunset. Uh-huh. Uh, Depp continues to look off in the in the distance. The new sauvage. Le parfum. Dior. Okay, that is some weird stuff. That is... So bizarre. You don't want to run out and buy that product? No. (laughs) No, I don't. Goodness. I don't even know what that was supposed to entice Uh, me to do. A dance. Sauvage. So, what? I'm going to go start a campfire out in the wilderness, sit there by myself, staring off into the distance. Play guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Play an electric guitar with nothing to plug it into? So weird. So they're pissed off because of the... The Native American dancing, I guess, and he was in Native American garb, and they're culturally appropriating, or they're exploiting him, or I I don't know exactly. Maybe it's a combination of those things, or maybe it's just that it doesn't make an ounce of sense. It's one of the dumbest ads of all time uh, that they're pissed off about, but that doesn't usually make them angry in Hollywood. They usually like that kind of stuff. What a, what a work of art that that commercial was. Yeah, remember how we a were work of art. Always upset that they would just go after us. We're like, hey, why don't you guys, you know, look at yourselves? Uh-huh. Apparently, they're starting to do that. <laughs> Apparently, and, they and are to ridiculous degrees, and I'm fine with that. Actually, you know, go after the left. Um, it it's fun to watch. But uh, <laughs> Dylan reminds me that um, Johnny Depp played Tonto. Yeah, so he was in uh, the Lone Ranger, right? Yes, he was. So. <laughs> That's right. So so he should be That's allowed right. to do that. No? <laughs> no? Okay. So two strikes against him well, then? One now. for playing a Native American and one for mm-hmm. being in a commercial where a Native American was featured? I'm so lost on what is right uh, me anymore. Me too. Me too. Honestly. I, they're complaining about it, and it doesn't really say what exactly the complaint is except for exploitation. Because you had the guy in traditional Native American garb dance in a traditional Native American way <laughs> okay. that was exploiting that particular Native So American. I guess what they're saying is they would rather be ignored in society? I don't know. Don't Just don't yeah. acknowledge us. Don't pay homage to us. Just ignore us. Marginalize us again. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't keep up, man. Ugh, so madness. weird. Yeah, so weird. And Depp, yeah, Depp playing a, a an Indian Tonto now, I don't think that would be allowed because he's not. Native American. Don't you think he'd run into a problem oh, now? Of course. Because you can't play a trans if you're not trans. We just found that out with uh, Scarlett Johansson. 
So if he were to try to do that, and the movie was terrible anyway, he should have not done it to begin with. Mm-hmm. What an awful movie that was. But that was cultural appropriation or, I don't know, taking parts from Native Americans that should have had that part. Or, Of course, there's not a lot of really super famous Native Americans, to my knowledge, that you could attach to that that would increase the box office take. Uh, so... <laughs> I don't know what they do in Hollywood anymore. I know. Maybe you just you just don't make the movie. Hey, that works. And again, that would work, especially <laughs> in that case. Uh, all right. Yesterday, the New York Times ran into some problems uh, as they they had a headline about um, Mao Zedong. Yeah, this was a few days ago. Or as many people label him now, Mao Zedong. What? Yeah, Zedong. Uh, So the paper of record reminded everybody about the heroic coverage they gave Mao Zedong 43 years ago, you know, on the day of his death. Mm. Mao Zedong died on this day in 1976. The Times said he and he died. He began as an obscure peasant and died one of history's great revolutionary figures. Oh, huh. Well, yeah, I mean, great revolutionary figure responsible for the death of, on the low side, 45 million human beings. Um, you know, the, the political purges that he did, the labor camps, the exterminations, the execution quotas. <laughs> In all, it was probably more like 70 million people dead. And, yeah, uh, he was a great revolutionary figure. Boy, the New York Times does it again, huh? They're over always, and over. They're always praising evil dictators in history, whether yeah. at the time yep. or in retrospective. They did this uh, with Stalin. Um, what did they do with Hitler? There's something else with Hitler. Uh, but they're always Which they wouldn't do now, because Hitler is the one person that they... nobody Nobody likes Hitler. But they do love Mao, and they do love Stalin for some reason. Very, very weird. Even though those two guys probably are responsible for more deaths than even Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, they did say a 1922 article says, don't worry about Hitler. Jeez. Uh, but, I mean, there's been outright praise over the years. Definitely oh, for big Stalin. Time. Yeah, big time. Mm. And so they got a little pushback on this, and they deleted the tweet. But it, it's unbelievable how their, their default... Their default theory is to just praise people like Mao and people like uh, Stalin. I, I don't understand that. Also, they had to delete another little headline uh, from yesterday on 9-11, the 18-year commemoration of 9-11. Airplanes took aim and brought down the World Trade Center. It was 18 years ago today that airplanes took aim. Ah, geez, look at that. Wow. Families will once again gather and grieve at the site where more than 2,000 people died. Yeah, it was almost 3,000, was it not? Yeah. Huh. So then people were were saying, wait, the airplanes took aim? Yeah, they were just out flying around and, <laughs> and said, they, you know what? I'm angry at New York today. They developed a will, mm-hmm. and they decided that they would uh, aim themselves into the world. So they, they thought the better of that. They had to delete that one, too. Because the airplanes weren't to blame. It was the people inside them who were flying them. And yesterday, CNN um, <laughs> took the occasion to um, the 18th anniversary of 
when Islamic terrorists mm. attacked America on our own soil, they took that opportunity to make a point that, uh, nah, compared to uh, Whitey McWhites, you know, that hate people. Since 9-11, more uh, racist white people, far right-wingers, have... Uh, we got the video. You should see this. All right. Let's look Here's at this. Here's a startling statistic. Since 9-11, right-wing terrorists have killed more people in the United States than jihadist terrorists. That's according to New America. There are some folks for, who they're, for their own political <laughs> Pause purposes. Pause it for a second. Like- First of all, who's New America? And where did they get that, that statistic? Start this over. I want to make sure that I understand what they're saying here. That is crazy. Here's a startling statistic. Since 9-11, right-wing terrorists have killed more people in the United States than jihadist terrorists. That's according to New America. What? There are some folks for who their own political purposes would like to keep the focus mm. on only one form of political violence over another. But that would be unwise. Because we don't have the luxury Mm. of choosing which threats we face. And there's a case to be made that these threats actually echo each other, as our colleague Jim Schuto and others have argued. They're weaponized versions of tribalism motivated by fear and finding identity in their hatred of the other. As Max Fisher of the Times wrote, in both, there's the apocalyptic ideology that predicts and promises to hasten a civilizational conflict that will consume the world. To mark the 18th anniversary of 9-11 is to reflect on how we're all the children of 9-11. That attack unleashed destructive forces that we're still wrestling Jeez, with. Jeez, that is unbelievable. But to truly learn the lessons of 9-11 is to resolve not to let hate win or fear define us. And that's your reality check. And, and <laughs> further than that, not to even discuss one of those forms of hatred in the form of jihadists and Muslim extremists. Don't even talk about that. Of all the days. You keep focusing on, on white people killing. Uh, I, I don't know. What, what are you talking about? Who have they? I, are you talking about the mass shootings? Is that what he's talking about? I honestly don't know. Uh, let's see. Liberal think Because the KKK has not killed uh, more people than jihadists since 2011, since since 2001, 9/11 on 2001. I that that is despicable stuff. Yeah, just completely discount the jihadist terrorism, and let's focus instead on white people I mean, and, and the the people they hate. And I can think of um, of uh, Muslims uh, going into recruiting offices and killing Marines. Yep. I can think of the uh, shooting at the uh, Christmas party out in San Bernardino. Right. Um, I'm sure right. there's more. That's just off the top of my what, head. Wasn't the uh, the killer in Orlando at the, yes. at the club? Yes. Thank you. Uh, another jihadist type. Um, but it's crazy right wingers. I, I mean, it's just that's unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about this cruise. We've got some really good news about it. And a little bit of bad news about the cruise through history. The good news is that Glenn has added even more entertainment while you're sailing. But the bad news is it's almost sold out. So if you want to be a part of this, you really, seriously, you need to get on this like right away. There's literally just a few cabins left. Now, the countries we're visiting are going to be great, but the historical perspective will be incredible. You'll be learning from Glenn and David Barton. Rabbi Lappin, Stu, me, Tim Ballard is going to be part of this now. In addition to shows with Bill Riley, they added several shows that will illustrate how America was born out of the lessons learned in these in this region. Because we're visiting, you know, the birthplace of the Republic in Greece, commerce and our faith that inspired our founding fathers with the idea that man could rule himself. So be a part of this all-inclusive trip. It's so great. and It includes all the amenities 
It includes all your tips, so you don't have to worry about that. Visit ComeSailAway.com and check it all out. Find out the packages available and join us. It's ComeSailAway.com. Go there now for all the details. A man whose mother was a victim on 9-11 really kind of tore into Representative Ilhan Omar for describing the terror terror attacks as some people did something. And he let's see her attack this guy. Um, Here's what he had to say. Some people did something, said a freshman congresswoman from Minnesota, to support and justify the creation of care. Today, I am here to respond to you exactly who did what to whom. Madam, objectively speaking, we know who and what was done. There is no uncertainty about that. Why your confusion? On that day, 19 Islamic terrorist members of Al-Qaeda killed over 3,000 people and caused billions of dollars of economic damage. Is that clear? But as to whom? I was attacked. Your relatives and friends were attacked. Our constitutional freedoms were attacked. And our nation's founding on Judeo-Christian principles were attacked. That's what some people did. Got that now? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Even had the t-shirt. Some people did something. Wow. Uh, so that was a pretty clear message. I'm guessing she's going to steer clear of that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Edit Bat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, some strange life forms were found in a deep mine that point to a vast underground in Galapagos. Uh, apparently, something is stirring in the depths of Canada's Kid Mine, the zinc and copper mine, three hundred fifty miles northwest of Toronto. The deepest spot ever explored on land and the reservoir of the oldest known water. This is cool. And yet, 7,900 feet below the surface, in perpetual darkness and in waters that have remained undisturbed for up to 2 billion years. So it's been a while. The mine is teeming with life. Scientists doubted that anything could live under such extreme conditions. But in July, a team led by University of Toronto geologist Barbara Sherwood reported that the mine's dark, deep water harbors, uh, their dark, deep water harbors a population of remarkable microbes. The single-celled organisms don't need oxygen because they breathe sulfur compounds. Mm. Wow, that's weird. Nor do they need sunlight. Instead, they live off chemicals in the surrounding rock. In particular, the glittery Mineral pyrite, commonly known as fool's gold. It's a fascinating system, she said, where the organisms are literally eating fool's gold to survive. That is wild. What we are finding is so exciting, like being a kid again level exciting. So these organisms are cut off by air, cut off from air or light, and any connection to the surface. Seems more like an alien world than part of... You know what this also means is that maybe... There is life in places we wouldn't suspect oh. in other planets in our solar system. Maybe. 
I mean, if life can survive in conditions like this, it can certainly survive and other planets. Undetected on undetected. our own planet. And how is that possible? Because I thought scientists knew everything. Yeah, I thought too. everything everything that you could possibly know was known already yeah. by the scientists. And if you ever doubt, if you ever doubt anything they say because they know everything, you're just some kind of you know denier. Mm. You're some kind of science denier. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear. And over and over and over and over, they find out just how little they know. With each new discovery, they find out, yeah, we we don't really know that much, actually. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't know that. Yeah, this is maybe the second or third story in a week that we've had. Um, There was something else uh, where they were just, um, I forget what it was, but it was another species completely. Anyhow. And they're exploring these alien civilizations and... um, they're exploring the Milky Way, trying to find these exoplanets, planets that are kind of like Earth. They're about the right distance from their star. They're not too far away, so they're not too cold, and they're not too close, so they're not too hot. So it's the Goldilocks region. That they're I looking see for. what they did there. See what you did? Yeah. Hip. Yep. Hmm. And on one of these planets now, they I don't know how you find this out, but they say there's water in its atmosphere. Now, this is 150 light years from here. This is another thing the Hubble found out for us. That thing just keeps on giving. Amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That you can detect, I don't know, they do it through, I don't know. I don't know the process. And I even read it the other day and I've forgotten what it is. But they can tell that there's water vapor in the air. They don't know how much yet, but in future launches of these uh, spacecraft that are uh-huh. exploring some of these stars... Well, they, can, they might be able to tell us. I think they can tell because when they look through the the, the telescope, they see like the little steam rising, you know, because it just got done <laughs> raining on a <laughs> thunny day. See, oh, okay. You know, yeah. raining on a th- on a thunny day. day. Are there are there fish swimming well, through the great I mean, thunny day? The Hubble couldn't tell that. <laughs> it just saw the steam just saw off steam. the pavement, off the oh, paved roads okay. on the planet. Oh wow, they yeah. got pavement. They got paved uh, roads. Yeah, everything. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, that that is cool. I didn't realize Hubble could pick that up. Uh-huh. You'd be amazed. The, the Hubble is the gift that keeps on giving, Pat. Uh, so although this exoplanet orbits a star that's smaller than our sun, it still falls into that region of the you know the habitable zone, the Goldilocks zone, the range of orbital distances where it's warm enough for liquid water, but it, but it's uh, it's not too warm. The discovery was announced this week in two independent studies comes from years of observations of the exoplanet K218b, another name that rolls right off your tongue. Right, I mean, just it's just right there. I, I, I don't know how they do it. How do they come up with these great names for planets all the time? I've got to say... Is that I K218b? Gotta, yeah, I got a, yeah. I, I got a theory. They just draw <laughs> letters out of a hat and numbers and call it that. It's, come on! By the way... Um, Name it after the guy who first saw it or right, something. Right, Um Dylan, you know, who knows everything, mm-hmm. um, he tells us that uh, what you're referring to is spectroscopy. Yes, that's what I was just going to say. When, when spectos- light hits any spectroscopy. atom, when mm-hmm. it bounces off, it affects the light depending on what element it is. So they can ah, tell, tell, and so that's how they read so the water. It's in like the a fingerprint, and they can tell that the way the light is bouncing, that's water. That's in- Seriously, that's incredible. That is cool. I mean, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. That this is okay. It's not 150 light years. It's just 111 light years. Oh, we can get there tomorrow, right? Yeah, we can be there in 15, 20 minutes. Hmm. Uh, it was discovered in 2015 by NASA's Kepler spacecraft. K218b hmm. is very unlike our home world. It's more than eight times the mass, 
which means it's either an icy giant like Neptune or a rocky world with a thick hydrogen-rich atmosphere. Now, they said it's it's got a rocky surface in the articles I read about it, and I don't know how they know that because you can't see, you obviously can't see the surface of this planet. But it's the only planet right now that we know outside the solar system that has the correct temperature to support water, liquid water. It has an atmosphere, and it has water in it, Hmm. making this planet the best candidate for habitability that we know right now. That's kind of fun. Yeah, we need need to get there. That's exciting, right? And claim it for libertarian principles right now. Let's go. (laughs) Come on, pack up the... If we leave right now, Uh and somebody comes up with a way to go the speed of light, it'll only take us 111 years to get there. Pack up the minivan. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. found us a place... It's got to be a fast minivan again. It's got to go the speed of light. Mm -hmm. If you want to be there in just 111 years. I've seen Back to the Future. Okay, (laughs) we can make this work. Seriously, we need to find some really fast way to traverse the galaxy because i want i want to find these things out this is really cool mm-hmm. but scientists learning things they didn't know huh i didn't even know that was possible i didn't either because i thought the debate was over on every every known thing <laughs> from scientists on this planet huh all right huh we will uh, see you again tomorrow right here on Pat Gray Unleashed. More on trivia! More on trivia in hour two.